Are you someone that typically sets a New Year's resolution just to forget about it by February and then come the following December, you're like, holy shit, I don't know if I achieved any of those things. If so, and you're wanting to make 2024 an amazing year, then take some time to listen to this week's episode because I'm going to be sharing lessons I learned in 2023 as well as how I'm going to be approaching the new year differently for 2024 and how we can make it the best year yet. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here. And this week, I'm going to be sharing all about lessons I learned in 2023, as well as how I'm going to be approaching 2024 to make it the best year yet. So what am I grateful for this week? Well, first of all, I just have to say a general sense of gratitude for having a great 2023. I mean, there was highs, there was lows, there were struggles, there was triumphs. I've had a lot of change. I've had a lot of big things happen and a lot of little small lessons as well. So I'm just really grateful to be here, to be alive, to be healthy, to be thriving and all all things considered, I really cannot complain. And I'm just really grateful that I've been given the opportunity to even have another year. So that's what I'm grateful for this week, as well as honestly, I'm grateful for PTO for some paid time off. Um, like I said, at the time of this being released, we only have three days left of the new year. And I was able to take the last week and a half off of 2023, which has been amazing. I'm so grateful for the relaxation, the rejuvenation, and just the ability to just take some time to reflect and really end the year in a in a yin state, you know, a state of being. And honestly, I'm going to dive into this more a little bit, but this whole year has been a bit of a yin year for me, and I'm just really grateful for it. I learned so much, and I'll show more about that in a little bit. But what am I also loving? So with this downtime, I have been actually watching some TV. I don't I don't want to say that I don't watch TV. I've definitely watched more TV in 2023 than I have in previous years, but honestly, mentally I needed it. But with this uh getting my Netflix account back, I actually started a new show that I'm loving. I'm loving Virgin River. I'm already on season 4. Kyle does not like it, but I like it. It's really just this nurse practitioner who leaves LA for a small town in Vancouver, I believe, like that area. Uh, in the middle of the woods, it's she's cute. She meets a cute guy. It's just very cute. You know, there's minimal drama. It's just like honestly kind of slow and nice and just wholesome and I enjoy it. So I just have been really enjoying that show. And I also finally finished the last season by, I believe it's Eric Blem. And I really enjoyed that book. It was about a 
backcountry national park service ranger who unfortunately lost his life in the backcountry, but he had, gosh, it was like 20 or 30 years of backcountry ranger experience, which is wild. So basically he would spend every summer in the backcountry at Sequoia Kings National Park. And I love the national parks. You probably know that. I love the outdoors. And it was just really interesting. You know, they talked about his life. They talked about the search and rescue. Honestly, it's one of those books. I read a lot of it very fast. And then I just didn't finish the end for a long time. So like I've been on this last chapter for like over a month because I just haven't picked it back up. But I finally finished it today, actually. And it was really good. I do recommend it. Um, I don't really know why it took me so long to finish. I think that's just been a me thing. You know, I had this is going to actually tie into what I'm talking about this this week. But I had this big reading goal for this year that, of course, I did not hit. I do believe I read more books than last year. But honestly, I haven't been reading a ton, but I have been listening to a lot of audiobooks. So overall, I've definitely consumed at least two books a month, whether it was audio or physically reading it. So I don't know. Do what you can with that. I know some people count audiobooks. I'm going to not count it. I think I'm at like 15 books for the year, 15 or 16, anywhere between 14 and 16. I didn't look when I updated my Goodreads, but... Anywho, that was a really good book and something I am also loving. So what are we talking about this week? So first, I want to reflect a little bit on this past year. And I was actually talking about this in a recent ACOA meeting I attended because this time of year is like a big time of year for me in the sense of it's around my sobriety anniversary, which I talked about in last week's episode. If you haven't listened, go take a listen um, on some sobriety tips for the holidays. But I hit four years of being alcohol-free, as well as this is my third year doing ACOA, also known as Adult Children of Alcoholics. And, you know, in a meeting recently, they were talking about rock bottoms and how I just like, it caused me to really reflect on just where I am today versus where I have been in the past. And, you know, when I was thinking about like reflecting on 2023, part of me is like, what the fuck did I do this year? And it made me feel like I did literally nothing. But then I realized so many little things happened, like so many little things happened. And when I actually like wrote it down, I was like, wow, these are actually some really big changes. But I didn't feel like I quote did a whole lot. And I think that is honestly worth noting because I think sometimes I don't know about you, but I'm like a learner. I'm someone that it loves to like learn and do and like do all these things. But sometimes I don't take the time to like settle in and let the lessons and let the things that I'm learning actually like integrate and apply them to my life. And I feel like that was the theme of 2023 for me was integration and really just allowing things to happen and like being more of like a yin year. If you've listened to my moon episodes, you know, yin and yang and yin is more about being. And I just feel like this year was a lot about self-discovery, settling into my divine feminine and just being in more of a being state, honestly, because I had been really burnt out to be quite blunt. I think I was really burnt out. I, like I said, I'm someone that goes all the time, does all the shit and you know, objectively, when I I haven't even looked at like my goals from last year, but I know what some of them are. And I'm a little disappointed in myself for some of them that I didn't accomplish or I didn't do. But when I think about where I am now versus where I was, you know, a year ago, there's still so much progress. And then when I look at where I was three years ago, when I was reflecting in my ACA meeting about when I first started ACA, I'm like, 
2020 Erica would not recognize 2023 Erica. She is a different fucking person. Um, so many things have changed over the last three years. So my first thing I want to share, my first like little lesson is sometimes we need to take a step back and really look at progress over a longer scale. Because sometimes you may look at like, what did I do in this past month? What did I do in the last six months? What did I, what did I do in the last year? And it may feel like not a whole lot has changed. But if you really sit down and really take a look, there's probably a lot that has changed or a lot of things that have happened. You know, when I think back at 2020, this time of year in 2020, um, it was my first Christmas alone. I had moved to Arizona. It was my first Christmas in Arizona. I had recently ended a relationship. My grandma had died unexpectedly. Um, I had just hit my first year of sobriety and I was in a very, very low place mentally. Like I was still healing from the trauma of, um, you know, someone trying to rob me and gun trigger warning, like gun violence, someone like pulling a gun out on me. Like I was still recovering from that. That had only been a couple months prior. I was really isolated. I didn't have a lot of friends and it was really hard. It was really, really hard. Um, who I was in 2020 is not even close to the person I am now. And if 2020 Erica could look at 2023 Erica and see, holy shit, she's engaged. She's living with a partner that she's engaged to. What the fuck? Uh, she has a podcast. She's not an athletic trainer anymore in the sense of like traditional athletic training. What are you fucking talking about? Like my mind would be blown if I, if 2020 Erica could see where 2023 Erica is. And even 2022 Erica looking at 2023 Erica, there is a lot that has changed. And I was, you know, looking back and reflecting on some of it. And because at first it didn't seem obvious to me. I was like, what the fuck did I do this last year? Like, I felt like I did nothing. But then realistically, when I look at some of the bigger things and the smaller things, I realized like, wow, there actually have been a lot of changes. So for example, um, one of them is I've healed a lot of family relationships or am in the process of healing family relationships. Like I'm talking to all of my parents right now. That may not seem like a big deal, but, um, you know, on my birthday, I had spoken to all of my parents in some way, shape or form, both step parents and biological parents. And that is the first time that I've talked to every single parent, I think, and be like on good terms with them since I was literally 10 years old. Like that's kind of fucking crazy. That is huge for me. And for a lot of people, that would be not a big deal, but it is a big fucking deal for me. Also, obviously, I got engaged a couple weeks ago. That's a big deal. That's a big change. Um, I have settled into a fitness routine that I'm currently just loving. I'm feeling good in my body. I'm feeling confident. I can see it working. I can see the progress. I feel like my mindset is a lot better. You know, Kyle, I was asking Kyle, like, what would you say are some changes you've seen in me? He's like, you have a lot of patience. Like you've grown in love, like especially with the with the puppy um, that has required a lot of patience and a lot of love. That's been a bit tough lately. Um, and also, I'm still going strong in the podcast. Like, guys, we are almost to episode 100. Like, that's crazy. Like, if you had told me that we're coming up on two years of podcasting and that I haven't missed an episode yet, like, I would be so impressed by myself. There have been a couple weeks where the episodes came out slightly later in the day just because of technical issues, but I never, ever have missed an episode. And I'm so grateful for that, you know? And then I realized it's like, oh, I also did Manifestation Babe Academy this year. And honestly, that's kind of fucking crazy to me. I'm like, 
I can't believe that I did that not that long ago. Like that seems wild. So my first thing is sometimes we need to look back and take a bigger step back to see the change and to see the difference. Because sometimes it feels like, because I could spin it and be like, well, you didn't start running like you said you were going to. I swear I make that resolution every fucking year, every year. And then it's like, oh, you didn't get out of debt like you wanted to. And I did pay off a lot of debt, but then I had a lot of expenses come up. And so now I'm still working through my finances and making them better and trying to improve. You know, I'm still like working on my financial uh, health or whatever. And then I think about, well, you did the 75 hard and you felt really good, but then you fell back into some old habits and you started not eating as anti-inflammatory. So now we're like going back to that. And I think it's just interesting because... I took like a couple steps forward and then a couple steps back, but then more steps forward again. And I think that's just something to be proud of still though, because you're still growing and you're still going. And not every year is going to be like this huge transformational year, even though to be honest, this year was really big and very transformational for me in many ways, but it's not always super obvious. You know, sometimes you have to dig a little deeper to see the change and to see the transformation. So I just really want to encourage you on that. If you are someone that maybe is looking at 2024 and you're like, I'm going to do all these things, but then you think about all the goals you set in 2022 and how none of them have happened, or maybe only a couple of them have happened, or maybe all of them, maybe you fucking crushed it and everything you wanted to do in 2023, you accomplished wherever you're at. But I think a lot of people approach this time of year like excited, but also, you know, do they even fully believe in themselves that they can that they can accomplish the things that they set their mind to. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling frustrated, you know, maybe take a wider step back. Because when I really took that step back to 2023, when I was talking about it with Kyle, like, or 2022, 2020 to 2023, when I was looking at that, like three-year difference between when I started ACA versus now versus like when I was started my sobriety journey versus now, like I am just a completely different fucking person in a great way. Like 2020 Erica would not recognize 2023 Erica. And I love that for me. And I know that, uh, let's see, 2026 Erica is probably not going to recognize 2023 Erica. So sometimes we need to look at the bigger picture, not even just a year, a couple years, right? So I just want to encourage you with that. If you're feeling a little down, just know it's okay. Not every year is not going to be this thing where a million huge big changes happen. Like sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. I mean, even my engagement has been so exciting and such a blessing, but I've already shared how wedding planning is a lot. It's stressful. And though I'm really excited for it, like we still don't have a year yet. I mean, I'll let you a little bit behind the curtain right now. I'm thinking 2025. Uh, just because even though I'm thinking a smaller wedding, I really want to do certain things and I really want to make sure that we're paying it like in cash, right? Like I don't want to go into debt for a wedding and I really still want like a fun bachelorette. I want a nice honeymoon because I know we're probably going to think about kids like shortly after a wedding, right? And so I'm just like, how can I set myself up best in 2024 to have the best year possible? And so I am going to do like a word of the year. And I haven't thought about it too much, but right now I'm leaning towards consistency because I am a very consistent person. And I feel like that is something that I lacked in 2023. I feel like in 2023, even though I believe it's what I needed at the time, like I'm not saying this in a shaming way, but I think that I really 
was not as good at sticking to routines that I know work for me. Uh, like I said, just a couple minutes ago with my eating habits, like I know that eating in an anti-inflammatory way is what fuels my body the best. I mean, shit, even like lifting. I know that lifting is what my body likes. And I'm finally back to like a lifting and conditioning program that is changing my body. Like I feel so much better about myself. I I don't really trust my home scale too much, but based on my home scale, I've already lost like 10 pounds. Um, we'll see what the in body says at the gym. Uh, but regardless, even if that's not completely accurate, I know I'll be there soon because I feel like so much better in my body. My clothes are fitting differently, like Kyle notices. Um, and so I just know that I have made progress this year, but I also know that I can make even more progress uh, next year, right? So I really want to share with you a couple of things that I'm going to be doing to help set myself up well in 2024. So my first thing, like I said, is I love to do a word of the year. That's just something I really enjoy doing. And it's not something I think about all the time, but especially with my certain human design, like manifestation method, for me, setting an intention and then taking action on that intention is how I'm able to like manifest things that I desire. Right. So like I was saying, my word of the year is going to be consistency because I'm really consistent in certain areas and then really not consistent in other areas. So like one of my overarching goals, obviously, is to continue to grow this podcast. I love podcasting. It lights up my heart so much. I want to continue growing the community. And I'm so consistent in certain ways. Right. Like I just said earlier how I never miss a fucking episode. Like we have had an episode every fucking week. Well, I know what I'm not consistent about my marketing plan. I'm not consistent there. I'm not consistent on the times I record. I'm not consistent in having like a backlog of episodes. I'm not consistent in certain areas that would make my podcasting even better, right? And so that's something I want to get more consistent on. I want to get more consistent in my eating habits, in my financial habits, in so many different things that like even in my, just my self care, like I love to meditate, but I'll be honest, guys, I've been really bad about being consistent in meditation recently. And I don't know why. I don't know why I've been struggling with it. It's not even like I have this resistance to it. I just haven't been doing it. I have no fucking reason. I just haven't been. I've been feeling very overwhelmed if I'm being honest and a little tired. So maybe that's why. But okay, so think about what is the word of the year that you want. And what I love about the word of the year is it's, it's general right? Like you're just setting a general word of the year. Um, I know in the past, I think, what have I, what have I done? Like abundance, inspiration, empowered, things like that. So this year it's going to be consistency for me because I have all the tools. I have all the tools and I have all the knowledge to create the life that I desire. And I know that I do. Like I know the shit I need to do, but I need to just fucking do it. Does any, like anyone else raise their hand? Anyone else feel that way? I know the shit I need to do. I just need to actually fucking do it, right? So that is why my word of the year is going to be consistency for 2024. I honestly might like write it down on a sticky note and put it somewhere, okay? But I really want to share with you how I'm going to be approaching my 2024 New Year's resolutions differently. Now, I probably will still list out a couple of things that I would like to see myself accomplish this year just because I'm a list person. I like having that. But what I plan on doing this year is instead of a resolution, setting an intention. And so I really wanted to actually look at like the difference in definition between a resolution and an intention. So based on, you know, good old faithful Google, a resolution is a firm decision to do or to not do something. Okay. So that could be, I'm going to run a mile every single day. That is my resolution versus an intention is a thing intended on an aim or a plan. 
And so why this year, instead of making a New Year's resolution, I'm going to be setting a New Year's intention is because life fucking happens and life changes. And like I talk about all the time, like especially when talking about divine feminine and divine masculine, you have to learn to go with the flow. Like if you are so set in your ways that you cannot move and flow and change, you're probably making life way more difficult for yourself. And honestly, I have found that for me personally, when I set an intention, I am way more likely to have that intention come to fruition versus a resolution because minds change. Like, especially me, I'm a manifesting generator. My fucking interests are through the roof. My mind changes all the fucking time. And so for me, I plan on setting an intention versus a resolution. And I'm probably going to send set one big one for the year. But I am going to do a step-by-step process on like how to make it happen, which is very similar to my moon magic practice, okay? So this all kind of like ties in. So setting an intention, what the fuck does that look like? What I plan on doing is I'm going to do future self writing or scripting. So I'm going to sit down and I'm not going to write a letter to my future self. I'm going to write a, but I know a lot of people do that, okay? So if you want to do that, fucking go for it. But what I plan on doing is sitting down and writing a future self like journal entry as if I was Erica on December, what, 28th, 2024. What am I doing that day? What does my life look like? And maybe do one for 2024. Maybe do one from five years from now. What are the things you want to achieve? Like, what does it look like? So when you're doing these things, and it's similar to um, how I set an intention for the lunar cycle, and that works so well for me. So that's why I'm going to fucking do it. You might as well do the things that work well for you. First, you want to use positive language. No negative bullshit. Um, Use positive language. Like, gratitude and abundance and whatever the case may be. Okay. So I always use positive language. Like instead of talking about, I want to have no debt, I'm probably going to talk more about like how full my bank account is, how there's always more, how I have more than enough finances, how I like can always pay my bills on time and in full, like things like that. Instead of focusing on the negative, you want to focus on the positive one. Two, You want to make sure you're writing this in present tense. You do not want to write in past tense, okay? Because past tense is going to make you think that like, oh, I mean, I guess in theory, it's like, oh, I've already done it. But you really want to make sure you're not doing it in future tense. Like, I will do this. I will do that. No, 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 no. You need to act like when you're doing future self-writing and scripting, you need to write in the present tense like it has already happened or it is currently happening. So for example, instead of saying, I will have $10,000 in my savings account, you would write, I have $10,000 in my savings account, or I have a successful second stream income versus I will have a second stream of income. You know what I'm saying? Or even like, let's bring it to fitness. I run five days a week versus I will run five days a week. Just put it like you are already doing it. It has either already happened or it is currently happening in your life. And something else I'm going to recommend. So I'm going to do like a long journal entry. I recommend thinking about what would your ideal day look like and can you journal it out? Like write out a journal prompt for yourself on what your what your ideal future, like future person, uh, 2024 Erica day is. So if I think of, okay, let's say I'm on my little Christmas vacation, my new year's Eve vacation that week between Christmas and new year in 2024, 
what do I want it to look like? What do I want my life to look like? Do I want to feel healthy in my body, feel full of energy and full of vitality? Do I want my bank account to be overflowing and to feel so confident and comfortable after the holiday season where maybe you've bought a lot of shit, right? Do I want to have just an amazing relationship with my partner where we have such a great love life and how we are just so connected in all the different areas, you know, of our lives, like physically, mentally, emotionally, how how connected we are and how in sync we are. Do I want, um, maybe I want my podcast to have grown to a certain number, or maybe I have a certain amount of downloads every week or a certain amount of listeners every week or whatever the case may be, right? Think about what do you want your ideal day to look like? So you could say, like, let's just think big here. I wake up in my Montana home. I'm overlooking the mountain range as I sip my coffee and my little puppy is at my feet. Or maybe like I have kids in the background, you know, making their breakfast with their dad or like what the fuck ever. Okay. Think your perfect day and then future script it out. Okay. And then I highly, 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 highly recommend recording it and listening to it. You don't have to listen to it daily, but I would weekly remind yourself of the intentions that you set because it is going to help you to stay on track and to achieve it, right? It's also going to make it not just like a one and done thing, right? Like one of the biggest parts of the moon magic practice is you set your intention for the lunar cycle and then you come back to it every single day and you just sit with your intention. So that's what I recommend is write out an intention. So whether you want to do it more in an intention format of like, I like want this or this or this, or I will have this or this or this, and you want it to just be maybe more of a list versus maybe more like a list as in affirmations or something like that. Or if you want to make it more of like a journal prompt, but some sort of future self-writing and scripting, whatever aligns with you. Okay. Whatever floats your fucking boat and makes you all excited. Okay. Record it and listen to it regularly. I mean, I'm just picturing myself listening to the recording of my intention for 2024 in the patio chair out back. And I'm feeling the sun hitting my face. And I'm just imagining myself listening to my recording and doing it even like once a week. Maybe it's your Sunday ritual to remind yourself of this is what I am aiming for. Now, let's go. And this is all very yin right? This is all very yin, ying, okay? Very being. Now, of course, I know it takes work to write the letter, but you want to imagine really embodying this letter, embodying this future self version of you. So how do we embody it? How do we embody it? We embody it by really figuring out, okay, this is my intention. This is what I want my life to look like. And this is where we're going to get a little bit more yang. We're going to step into our masculine a little bit here. And we have to figure out what the fuck are the steps I need to take to get there. Okay, so let's just take a fitness goal. Let's say you're like, by this time next year, I want to be 30 pounds lighter. Okay, that's your intention is I'm going to be full of energy. I'm going to be able to fit in this size jean whatever. Okay. So what are the steps you need to take to get there? Maybe it's that you need to start counting your calories or your macros. Maybe it's that you need to hire a personal trainer. Maybe it's that you need to make sure you walk 30 minutes every day. Maybe it's that you want to make sure that you eat breakfast within within an hour of waking up. So write down the actual small practical steps that you need to take you where you need to go right? So that you need to take to get you where you want to go. So for example, I just said that my word of the year is going to be consistency. And that's because I have things that I know help me 
that I just need to fucking do them. I need to do the things. I know embodiment isn't just like sitting in a chair and fucking thinking about the intention that you want to set. Okay, manifesting your dream year is going to take work. Okay, like manifestation is not just a sit in a chair, listen to the affirmations, and all of a sudden it's going to magically fall on your lap. No, 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 no. In manifestation, you have to take action. That is incredibly important. So we've done the yin thing of really embodying and envisioning the future that we want and that we desire. So now we have to do the yang steps of figuring out what is it going to take to make this happen. So for example, let's say your goal is to have an extra $5,000 at the end of the year. Okay. So I just, I'm horrible at math. (laughs) I'm horrible at math. So let's just say you need to save to hit that and more. Okay. You need to save $500 a month, right? Is that right? 12 months, I would hit you at six grand. Okay. You'd hit your goal and then some. So you need to figure out how much of my, how much of each paycheck do I need to put into my savings and not fucking touch it to hit my $5,000 goal, right? So that's an example of a yang step that you can make. So for me, for consistency, there's some habits that I have started that I've implemented this past year that I really like. So for example, I really love that I've done more cleaning throughout the week instead of one big cleaning day a week, right? Like I love that I'm doing more like daily cleaning, little daily cleaning that just keeps the house clean instead of, I know I still deep clean, right? You still got to do those deep cleans, cleaning times, but like running Uh, well, we call our Roomba sweet cheeks, running the Roomba once a day, especially with the dog hair, huge difference. Like it makes such a fucking difference just to, all I got to do is press click and then empty it a couple of times, right? Click run the Roomba. Another one, not leaving dishes in the sink. I love, I love when I come downstairs in the morning and the kitchen is clean. I've heard some people like jokingly call it like the closing shift, like you're at a restaurant or something and they're like, who the fuck closed last night? It looks like shit, right? Like I love a cleaner house makes me feel uh, just so much better. Like it, I really do feel like our spaces are a representation of our mindset. And honestly, when I look around my office, I'm like, holy shit, I need to organize this a little bit. It has gotten out of control. So that's probably going to be something I got to do on my break, right? Is clean up my office a little bit. So what are the steps you are going to take to help you achieve your goal? So if for me, I want to make sure I'm keeping a clean house. Okay. What am I going to do? I can wipe down the kitchen counter every single night before bed. I can make sure the dishes are all washed or they're in the dishwasher and the dishwasher is set to run. And then in the morning, I can make sure I unload the dishwasher, like whatever the case may be, right? Or for example, maybe you want better skin. Okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to have maybe every morning I put on a vitamin C serum or I need to make sure that I do a face mask once a week, like whatever the case may be for fitness. Okay, I need to go to the gym four times a week. I'm going to go on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, whatever. Okay, I'm just spitballing here. So take a look at your intention. Now look at maybe the certain actual things you want to happen, whether that's a weight loss goal, a financial goal, a relationship goal, whatever the case may be. And think about how do I make this a reality? And now there are certain things we can't control. So for example, I had, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. I feel like I have at some point, but I wanted to be engaged by the time I was 30. Did I have a real reason for that? 
well, partially the biological clock, but I also knew if Kyle proposed to me when I was 29 versus a week into being 30, that logically that made no fucking difference. My old noggin knew that, but my heart was like, no, I really want to be engaged by the time I'm 30, right? But that was something I had no control over. That was a Kyle decision, right? I mean, he knew that I wanted it, but he also knew that like I would fucking live if it didn't happen, right? So also be mindful that there are things that are out of your control, but what can you control, right? Like we can't control the stock market. We can't control whether our employers give us a raise. We can't control certain things, right? But you can take ownership in many, many areas of your life. And so for me, here, like, here's a couple of mine. I want to make sure that I'm doing a good closing routine in my kitchen every night. I want to be, honestly, I want to be better about reading. My mindset was a lot better when I read regularly, and that includes personal development. I've been really enjoying my fun books, um, but I think I'm going to try to read personal development daily and then listen to more of my fun books during my workday. And it doesn't even need to be a ton, like five, 10 pages a day. Uh, that's something I want to continue to do or to bring back because I know that has helped me a lot. I need to meditate daily, whether it is five minutes. Like I need that in my life. Why I haven't been consistent about it, I couldn't fucking tell you. But I hope this makes sense. So again, set an intention. Let's try this year. Instead of setting a resolution, set an intention about what you want your life to look like at the end of 2024 and then figure out, okay, what are the steps that I need to take to get me there? And don't overdo it. You want to make sure, because one thing I think we do a lot in January specifically, which is why people uh, are off the wagon by February, is we want to add a million fucking things at a time. So that's where a lot of my little things that I want to add back into my life are things I've previously done. I just need to fucking stick with it. So a couple apps for you. I really like the Me app. That is a, I think it's technically for people with ADHD, uh, but it's like a calendar organization thing. And it kind of gives you tasks you can do every day. And there's a ton of different routines. I use it for cleaning, but there's a ton of different routines. There's self-care ones. Like there's so, so, so many. So you could probably do it for anything. The habit app is also great if you want to set a couple habits in there. Um, I love like a checklist. I've talked about this a lot in the past. Like it's one reason why I love the 75 hard app was I like could check off the things I accomplish every day. And I just felt so fucking good about myself. So Let's really approach 2024 with a mindset of intention versus resolution because intention, what I love about intention is it allows there to be room for change and for growth and it's not so stuck in the mud. Like, especially if you think about, okay, I want a healthier relationship with my partner. That can look so different to so many people and I know for me, I want to make sure that I'm setting myself up for success. And that doesn't mean don't dream big, like dream big, but also remember that life is going to happen. Life ebbs and flows. And maybe you're super fucking motivated in January and then not as motivated in February or March, but then in April again, you like get a new fire under your ass and you're super motivated again. And then you are making strides here or there. Like we need to allow the flow of life to occur, which is why I really like an intention because I think... One of the biggest things I learned in my manifestation babe academy that I completed this year, which is still wild to me. I can't believe that was 2023. Like it seems like, or yeah, it seems like such a long time ago. Um, But one of the things I learned is asking the universe for this or something better. And that has done wonders in my life is just this phrase of this or something better. So with setting an intention, I feel like if you go into it with the mindset of this or something better, you're allowing 
the universe room to play. And you might get things that you may not even know you needed or wanted, and your life could look completely different at the end of 2024, especially if you're just open to that growth and to that change. So I hope this helps you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's see what the last chakra card is for 2023. I can't believe this is the last episode of the year. So let's see what the chakra cards have to say. Okay, guys, I have been loving the cards that we've been getting lately. And this one is so aligned with the theme of this week's podcast. And no, I did this. I just pulled this card. I did not pre-do it. Okay. This is the self-mastery card, which is associated with the solar plexus chakra. And if you have a citrine crystal, I highly, highly recommend that you get a citrine crystal to work with on this intention. So you've pulled this card today to let you know that this is a powerful time to manifest self-mastery. So life is going to be constantly giving us lessons to manifest this opportunity of self-mastery. It gives us the opportunity to grow and to expand our soul. So what is self-mastery? Take a look at your gifts. Are you mastering them? Are you utilizing the strengths you have and becoming the best version of yourself? So it takes focus. It takes commitment to embody self-mastery. And I really think that self-mastery is like an embodiment of the best version of yourself, right? So it takes commitment and motivation to create the self-mastery. However, time and consistency is what is going to lead you there. And did we not talk about this all fucking episode, right? So maybe you've been doubting yourself. Maybe you've had challenges thrown your way. Just remember that the challenges are going to help you just have even more self-mastery. They're going to help you get closer to who you are. And honestly, know that they are just like the doorways to self-mastery. So the intention, or I'm sorry, not the intention, the affirmation for this card is I am the master of my destiny. One more time. The affirmation is I am the master of my destiny. And how fucking powerful is that in the episode all about setting up our year for success? So make sure you do not lose focus as you work on your self-mastery, okay? Sometimes it takes your full attention to master your gifts. This is a reminder that you have gifts to give to this universe and that you can master it, okay? The solar plexus chakra is a very powerful one, especially in yang energy, in my personal opinion, okay? So know that there may be challenges to mastering your gifts, but know that you have it in you. The universe has your back, okay? The universe wants you to succeed. And any challenges that are being presented in your way are just helping you get closer to the person you need to be to master your gifts, So lean into your intuition, lean into the universe, okay? Ask your guides, ask your higher power, ask uh, your I am presence as we talk about on this podcast quite a bit. Just lean in. So for me, I'm looking at this as, Erica, are you mastering your gifts? You have so many gifts. Are you taking the time to master them? If not, why the fuck not? These challenges you've been facing, How have they helped you? How have they helped you grow? So I'm thinking of some challenges I faced in the last year. And you know what? They were difficult, but they've also helped me to become a better version of myself and help me to know that I am even closer to the version of Erica that I want to be. So when you're thinking about your 2024 intention, not resolution, intention, think about self-mastery. Think about what gifts do I have to give to this world and how can I become the best version of myself to really master the gifts that I have because we all have them and the universe needs your gifts, guys. I really fully believe that. So I am so fucking grateful for you guys. This community is an amazing one. I can't believe 
that we are ending 2023, that we only have a couple days left of the year. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast this year. Thank you for all of those who is in one of your top podcasts for the year. It means the world to me. It really, really does. And I have some ideas on how to continue to up-level and expand in 2024. I don't want to confirm anything, um, but I'm thinking about adding more episodes, potentially other days of the week, and maybe not every week, but a couple times a month. We will see. But I have some ideas. And if there are if there are certain topics that you want me to address in 2024, if there are certain guests you want me to try to have on in 2024, please reach out. Let me know what you want to hear from what who you want to hear from, what you want to learn about. And let's just have an amazing end of our 2023, guys. Like it has been such an incredible year. I can't believe I'm engaged still. Ah, I love it. Side note, I have short nails right now and I'm really unsure how I feel about it. Not the biggest fan, but that's okay. They're done and that's what matters. I'm trying to heal them by not having fake nails. So good times. Anywho, (laughs) let's have an amazing rest of our year. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the Get Empowered community in 2023. You guys mean the world to me. I know that we are going to have an incredible 2024. Do not forget to set your intentions. If you have any questions, please let me know. I'm going to attach my goal getter guide for you. I created this last year. It's an amazing way to just help you set intentions and to set goals for yourself for the upcoming year. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Do not forget to stay empowered. I love you all so much and I will see you in 2024. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode, and of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.